sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. <laughs> Commercial messed me up. Uh, all right, happy What's Friday, up with everybody. that, man? Was that Big Ed? Yeesh. Yeah. Big Ed's dead, so don't worry about him, Momo. Um, podcast audience won't hear that. I don't think they need to. No, no nor, nor should you, which is weird because we had, we had meetings like that uh, recently. Um, all right, so. We are live here in the GT Toys Studio. That's Toys with a Z. It is LeVac and Gaz. Happy Friday, everybody. The sun is shining, which means it's one gajillion degrees in these two studios. And I'm hearing everyone in the building complain about how the studios feel, but the sales force is perfectly cool, so no one cares. Um, it's just, it just, just shows you, no matter how much radio changes, it stays the same. Um, Gaz, good to see you. You look terrible. I'm going to fight through the show today. I'm going to entertain you for two hours. This is going to be a show. I felt like I kicked it yesterday, but I feel okay. I have a coat on. Speaking about temperature, I'm going to sweat this baby out for two hours like Richard Simmons. Sweating to the oldies today. <laughs> Get down to welterweight by the end of the show. I mean, I mean, like, listen, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, you, uh, yeah, you wearing that jacket, the more you discuss why and, and that you're not taking it off. I'm scared a little. I'm scared of, of what odors are going to be released once. Once that jacket comes off, but uh, hey, you know here we are. We, we live we live a scary life, okay, everyone. So just just get ready because it, it could get real. It could get real real quick. Um, combine going strong, and I I, I want to get into the good stories of the combine, but can we all just accept the fact that Caleb Williams is a jerk and and you you shouldn't want him on your team? Are we there yet? Can we do that, guys? Can we Caleb Williams? He is a jerk. I do not want him on my team. I do not. I do not trust nor like him. I think he's got uh, nefarious motives. I don't think he. I don't think he's a team player at all. I think he's more of the kind of guy who is going to get every single thing he can get, and then he is going to leave your team just trashed in the dust. That's what I feel about him. I want you to keep going. I don't want to interrupt you because I feel like you feel <laughs> strongly about that this. Was strong. That was it. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. All right. I have had an issue, and and I know I'm I'm a I'm a Neanderthal. I'm everything else because I don't like the visual of my quarterback crying after a game. I don't like my can't miss once in a lifetime best pick since Andrew Luck quarterback having a bad year right before he gets drafted. I really don't like my quarterback being the first one ever to go to the combine and be like, "You're not looking at my medical evaluations. You're not going to do. You're not checking me out. It's not happening." Listen. I get it. In your job, in my job, there's a thing called HIPAA. You're not allowed to ask certain medical things. You're not allowed to do certain things. We're also not thoroughbred next-level athletes who are about to take a, an, a full organization on our shoulders. I'm a Raiders fan. I remember what Jabusto Russell did to my team as the number one overall. I remember when Todd Marinovich went way later and still ruined my team. I remember Derek Carr, you know, after the broken leg, not being the guy. I want to know if you're healthy. And I and there's a history of it. He since said, anybody I visit with, they can do medicals on me, great. When you've got the rumors of his dad out there asking for part ownership of the team, whoever drafts him, originally he said he doesn't, he, he doesn't really want to go to Chicago. Then he will go to Chicago. Allegedly. 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 I believe everything at this point, okay? I just, I don't want anything to do with this kid. I want nothing to do with him. This story that has come out today involving Caleb Williams has zero impact for me about how I view Caleb Williams. Here's the problem about what Caleb Williams is. 
is he is in this class of his own of he is trying to change how he views sports forever. And I know that's a huge claim, but he's already done it like half the time. And what I mean by that is that Caleb Williams is the first one of these guys of the COVID class, we're going to call it, because he was a senior in 2020, even though he's 22 years old as a junior. We didn't have a senior year in high school, but he still was the number one recruit in the country quarterback. He goes to Oklahoma. He is the backup at Oklahoma. And he's one of the first ones you could argue ever to utilize the portal perfectly. Yes, a lot of other players have transferred and won Heisman trophies. But Caleb Williams was different. It was different than Joe Burrow. It was different than Kyler Murray. It was different than Baker Mayfield because he showed up to USC and got paid. He got the money. He went with the coach that made him look good. I'm going with Lincoln Riley, and you guys are going to pay me a ton of money. Oh, and by the way, it worked out because not only did he win the Heisman Trophy, not only was USC relevant again, he's projected to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. So here's what Caleb Williams, his mindset is. Hey, uh, there was a time in history in sports where if you were a college athlete and you wanted to get paid, now people viewed you, oh my God, this spoiled college athlete <laughs> who's on a full scholarship. It's not enough that you get three free meals and you get to travel in cool uniforms. You want more? What a spoiled brat. I can't believe so-and-so wants to get paid. There was also a time before I was on earth that athletes, the dark ages, some call it that athletes couldn't pick where they wanted to go. Like free agency wasn't a thing. So I believe it was Kurt flood in the baseball side of it. I believe it was Reggie white in the lawsuit with other players on the NFL side of it. There was a time in the history of sports that I'm sure in 1993, if you turned on a sports radio show, they would have been like, Oh my God, this selfish, no good Reggie white trying to pick where he wants to play. Do it like we've always done it, Mr. White. Sitting there being all holier than thou, going to church. How dare you? Minister of Defense. How dare? So, like, I don't want to be the guy who in 2024 is yelling about Caleb Moon saying, what do you mean you won't show us your medical records? Everyone in the United States doesn't have to do that. Uh, Wait, what? What? Like you just said, you got to hit another thing up. I don't think there's any positive for him doing that. He's All the, people are going to do is rip him to make their clients the number one pick, not him. He's the first player in the history of the NFL Combine to go and not submit to physicals. Like guys have gone, have not gone at all and not submitted to anything, but to go and not submit to physicals. Again, I just, I just start, and, and to your point, like agents are definitely going to do that, whatever, and he knows these things are going to happen, or at least his agent knows and whatever. But I start adding these things together that I just don't like. And and I know you – wait, you don't like Draft Day, right? The Kevin Costner movie? It stinks. I think you're out of your mind. But, like, there's that – they start discussing, like, the one – spoiler alert, by the way. Like, the one – like, none of the teammates go to the one guy's birthday party. And I'm just like, yeah, that would drive me nuts. I wouldn't be okay with that. So, like, I, I just start – the more I look at Caleb Williams, the more I hear the stuff Caleb Williams is saying and doing, the more I'm if, – if I'm the Bears – if I'm the commanders, the commanders I think take him because you've got you got Cliff Kingsbury there. You're not you're gonna do what you're gonna you're gonna get the guy he knows. But like if I'm the Bears, I'm really like okay, somebody somebody show me exactly why he's better than Drake May, exactly why he's better than every other quarterback in this draft. Because I need to understand why I'm taking a chance on this guy who doesn't want to do a physical, doesn't want to work out the combine, cries in the stands after a loss, and oh oh. By, by the way, I mentioned his dad just called and asked if he could own part of the, the franchise. 
I think back to Kyler Murray here. Now, Kyler Murray and Caleb Williams both played for the same coach, Lincoln Riley. The stuff that Kyler Murray did seems even more severe, if that's the adjective I want to use here. And then Caleb Williams. Because if I remember Kyler Murray correctly, Kyler Murray was the first person ever to show up to the combine and not want to do measurements. But somehow, some way, he ended up being five foot ten. And you and I have talked to Kyler Murray <laughs> teammates, and they actually laughed out loud to us. You talked they... to Kyler Murray. Did I? Yeah, I thought you oh, didn't you stand next to him at least at the draft? Oh, at the Heisman Trophy yeah. presentation. Yes, Heisman, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, he was sitting I was like, down. Wait, did you make that up? No, no. I, he was the worst interview of the nine years I've covered the Heisman. He was sitting down, so I didn't. I don't think you couldn't even see him. I don't think he, he disappears when he sits down. I don't think he's five foot ten. But Murray's whole thing was that, like, I might go play baseball. I'm five foot nine, ten. I'm not going to test. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. So, like, I remember Kyler Murray setting the bar for this. Here's the problem: what Kyler Murray could or could not have done, and I'm talking about height, forty time, doing the drills really could have affected his stock. Like, why are we taking a five foot eight quarterback who had one good season and who might be the greatest Texas high school football quarterback of all time? But that I can evaluate over somebody else. Caleb Williams not giving out his medical records of unless I missed it, did he have one injury at USC that kept him out? Like one well, or no, two he's games? not he's not doing the the physical. None of it. None of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, obviously not even the medical records. He's not sitting in front of the doctors who are doing the physical. There is a rumor out there that <laughs> Now, again, this is what the world is in 2024. Allegedly, Caleb Williams is six foot one. There's a strong group of people that do believe Caleb Williams is five foot ten. I'm trying to do like the dating app thing, like, right? Like, I think females would know this better, right? Like, there's nobody on a dating app who's five foot eleven. If you're five ten or six foot, if you're six one, you might be five eleven. Females can tell me if you're on Tinder or Bumble or anything else. Maybe that's the case, but I haven't heard anything. From the moment he declared for the NFL draft until today, that told me he's not the number one pick. Like Jaden Daniels' agent will try, Drake May's agent will try. These guys will try to make their guy the number one pick because they have money to make. But this does not tell me he shouldn't be taking number one. Like it does for you. Like I feel like you're off it. Like you're done. If you're the Bears, keep Justin Fields and go figure out something else. Well, and and here's here's I mean, there's going to be a surprise, right? The the. Giants pick sixth, right? And are 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 there going to be any quarterbacks there that they want? Is there going to be? Is it is it too early to go? JJ McCarthy, you know what I mean? There's going to be surprises. Do we start right at the top? And this this can't miss prospect. And this is blasphemy too on this station because remember Colin Cowherd's before us. This dude wears USC gear. He's not. He is going to be successful. Just ask. Just ask Cowherd. He he'll tell you. Like I just th- there's a little too. There's a little too much going on for me to be okay with this. Like, there's just because you there's studies that show missing on a first overall quarterback, first pick quarterback, sends you back three years. And the only other studies I've seen that kind of refute that are the ones that say it's five and six. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I just I can't. You know, the Bears are, are close. They're getting there. Justin Fields is not necessarily the guy, but that doesn't mean Caleb Williams is the guy. And I know, I know everybody saw about Tepper down in Carolina going, man, if we had never made that deal, instead of having Bryce Young going into year two who's undersized, I'd have Caleb Williams right now. <sighs> I don't – as a Raiders fan, when they, were gonna, when they were about to sign Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator, I got nervous. I was like, I don't – I mean, if, he, if you get him and he, and, he, and he lights the world on fire, you want to be proved wrong, whatever. Heck, I want to be proven wrong as long as they end up on a rival team. I think watching the Bears be really good for – 
you know, five to 12 years. Sounds great. I want to be not as good as my teams, but like, I want to be good. The, the league's better when the bears are good. They're a, they're a historic franchise, but I just, there's something about all these little, all the, all this little, you know, these little things that are happening. They're starting to add up, starting to sound like one big thing. And that big thing is that maybe he's a jerk. <laughs> he could be a jerk. Doesn't mean he's a bad football player, though. That's fair. That's fair. Heck, I mean, I mean, he's the number one player in the in the country in high school. He's been better than everybody. He got paid a ton of money. He's living in a penthouse. He won the Heisman Trophy. His coach treats him like a pro. He's going to be the number one pick. There really hasn't been the te- like. If that's the biggest criticism we want to have for Caleb Williams, of hey, this guy gets away with everything. No one's told this kid he isn't very good. Why does this kid think he can get away with not giving away his records and thinking he can do nil money and thinking he can own the team? What, is he going to just try to say, he's going to force people to say no to him? And in the back of his mind, no one says no to Caleb Williams. Like, <laughs> seriously, he may right. never, he, honestly, he could be, there was a sketch that Keen Peele did years ago, where it was with Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, and uh, Jordan Peele played the son, and somebody said no to him on the phone. He's like, no, what is, <laughs> what are you saying? Like, there, maybe there's a little spoiled to Caleb Williams. I That I can give you, but when it comes to the best player in the draft this year, I don't think it's even close. Like, I think Caleb Williams is if if Mike Vick was a little slower and a little taller and could throw. Like, there's a mix between, like, Mike Vick, Kyler Murray. Jo- he's not as big as Josh Allen, but that's not a good. Uh, Brett Favre. Like, like Favre Vick, Rivera. Vick, Favre, Murray. That's probably it. I've already combined three bodies. But that's what he looks like to me. <laughs> All really good quarterbacks. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna, You know what? I think he fails. I think he falls on his face. Ooh, a bust. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a full bust, but I don't think he's gonna be what what you people say he's gonna be. That's what I'm. I'm going with. Like he's not. He's not Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield, but he's not Andrew Locke. He's not Peyton Manning. He he's not. He's not Joe Burrow. And I remember I didn't like Joe Burrow coming out, so I don't have the greatest track record. But Joe Burrow had little hands, and that was kind of something that scared me. He was in that Whopper commercial. And I was worried about it. Now I hope that Williams somehow's hand size gets leaked just for you. <laughs> that would be great. I would, I would, I would not be mad. That would, that, the fun I would have at the expense of that would be, would be next level. Uh, Caleb Williams probably going number one in the draft. I haven't seen anything that says otherwise. But then again, no one's seen anything because he won't, he won't participate. Uh, you know who helps you participate in everything? Elevation ten thousand. Our good friends over at Elevation10k.com, that's the website. You can check out everything they're up to, Elevation10,000. Uh, whether it's building amazing commercials for Harding Mazzotti uh, or, or uh, cash or cars or any of those things, that's one of the ways they help you out. The other is marketing strategy plans, signage, shirts, apparel, whatever it is. Th- this is part of your team now. When you go to Elevation10,000, they start giving you all the great reasons and ways that they can help you, whether it's you know, a new logo, get the logo out there more, do whatever it is. You can elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. Coming up next, let's get more into the combine. People did participate, including one of our own, former Albany standout, Jared Verse. How did he do yesterday running with the big fellas? We'll, we'll talk about it next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Off to a pretty good start up and down the north way from Colony right up into Saratoga Springs. Really not bad on 787 top to bottom. A little bit of volume on Route 9 northbound in Latham and again through Clifton Park. We're good to go along I-90, alternate 7, and the throughway. 
From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. Don't struggle with the stress and anxiety of divorce or custody alone. Turn to the Caldwell Law Group. Our team of compassionate, experienced attorneys will help you navigate your divorce or custody issues. Get the help you need today. Visit Caldwell-Law.com for more info. Seize the summer with Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. We're giving you a chance to win a Disney cruise for your family to create long-lasting memories with original musical live shows, spectacular fireworks at sea, incredible destinations including our private island, and so much more. Enter for your chance to win a seven-night cruise on board the Disney Fantasy and discover how magic meets the sea. To learn more and how to enter, head to foxsports980.com forward slash contest. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Well, Vash, you want to tell us about our friends over at Hookers and Weed? Yeah, I was just wondering. You know, you ever wonder how these things come to pass? Like, like J.J. Hookers, Willow B. Weed, you know, they just start talking one day and they're like, hey, let's make a beer. But how do they, like, put together whose name went first? Like, with us, it was easy. Like, it was, oh, Levac's way more talented than Gaz. That- so Levac and Gaz. That's fine. But, like, I, I imagine, like, was it Hookers was like, you know, Kale, Listen, I'm the one who's got the barley and the hops. You've got the the machinery, so it's hookers and we. Maybe they never cared. Maybe it was just so much about the beer they never paid attention to it. You know? Yeah, that's that's Un- possible. I think. Unlike us, who knew right along it was oh, top right. billing, second billing, and you're sick today, so it's even more fun to make fun of you. <laughs> um, hookers and weed is an amazing craft lager. I mean, you'll enjoy it right from the rip. It's got a little bit of hoppiness to it, so it's got that like IPA bite to it, but it's not. A full IPA. It's just a it's just a good drinking beer you're going to enjoy. Get it ice cold. Uh, maybe we'll have one Wednesday when we're over at Muddy's. I know Muddy's is the place you get hookers and weed. Yes, I'll have one of Muddy's. See, this is I why thought you're waiting for me to like volunteer. Like, guys, I'm going to buy you a hookers and weed because I love it so much. First rounds on me. That's what I waited for, and that didn't happen. Actually, at Muddy's, I know Eddie, the owner, will most likely buy me a beer or two. Maybe I'll let you have Us. one. Okay. No, yeah, it's, no, he doesn't like you. He loves me. Oh. Uh, we're boys. We him. go back. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why he loves me. I take the time to go hang out with him. Once I found out he had hookers and weed, I ran in there and I went, I would like some hookers and weed, please. And Eddie goes, Jeff LeVac. Okay, yeah, we'll get you a beer, but shut up. And I was like, you got a good plan, sir. Hookers and weed. Go to hookersandweed.com today and find out all the great places you can enjoy hookers and weed lager. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. See, it just sounds right, you know. Join us at Muddy's. Have yeah. your first hookers and weed. That could be your night. So, um, for those of you who don't know, like I'm very good friends with um, Eddie and Chris Quarta, who are the owners of Muddy's, because Mike Quarta, my buddy, who is also the uh, the boss over at Bell Four Property Restoration, restoring more than just property. That's his uncle. Uh, so I've been hanging out with Uncle Eddie for a while now, and um, just I've watched how much work they've put into taking Muddy's from a very fun place to be to a very nice place to be, and they joined the Colony Chamber 
So we're going to be there with the Colony Chamber in support of uh, Muddy's and all the great work they've done to just kind of take what was a, you know, you know, a, a place that you could go and see some stuff and eat some great food and drink some cold beers. Right. A different form of entertainment. Yeah. So now it's a place where if you want great food and ice cold beers, that's your that's your jam right there. So uh, we're going to be there on Wednesday, and then I'll do Flock You right after the show, straight, straight from there as well, all part of the Colony Chamber. So now Tom Nolte on a treadmill somewhere just got his mention for the day, so he can go back into the genie bottle that, Think about that he lives in. Tom Nolte's working out right now. You and I are sweating right now. We're all doing it together. I'm not sweating because I closed the blinds. Oh. you, you got to close your blinds. Or take my jacket off. We'll probably blow both at this point. If you close the blinds, the heat, the sun won't be kicking down on you. I don't have good luck with blinds. You've seen that before in the past. Thing comes down, and Rachel yelled at me. I would have done it. You want me to go in no, there? No, it's it? too late. I'll stop the show right now. It's too I'll late now. It. I'll care. I'm coming in. No. Um, what do you think your forty time would be right now if you had to run a forty? If I had to run a forty right now, I think I could, forget that you're sick. I think I could clock it at a five-five. I think you're out of your mind. I think you get a five five. You think you, I don't, I'd probably be like a six something. Yeah, probably, you, you would probably be a six something. Six uh, seven, not, six you're eight. You're not faster six, than me. Is this a challenge now that's yes. coming out here? Absolutely. Sales team, do you hear this? You could run farther than me, no, no doubt. No I, doubt at all. You, you could run farther than me. You think you and I would be close in a 40 yard dash? No, I think I'd blow your doors off. I you think you could beat me in a 40 yard dash? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Distance, no. Speed, yes. I'm telling you, there's one thing I could pride myself on when it comes to moving i can move for a big guy i am not same slow. here i'm i'm country quick or whatever the heck you used to say All about right. me if tom nolte is listening or anybody across the capital reach i will do this for charity we have oh. never done something like that i would love to race you I'll in a 40 year dash we should actually do a, we should do a levagen guys combine we should bench yeah, it's a little too deadlift. it's this weekend we kind of dropped the ball on that well but. not right now but we don't have to do it in exactly with it it's for charity we and can, i'm sweating i already actually, told you that you know you know who would you know who would help us put this together who the uh, the Spart the ABC Spartans, our friends from the Special Olympics. They oh, okay. Put this so yeah, so uh, no, I, I'm I'm I think a distance run you would destroy me. You would annihilate me in a distance run. I think I would beat you in a forty yard dash by either. a full second. No, you're definitely not a full second. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. But the bottom line is this: Could you in, in your could you ever run a sub four eight? Sub four eight. The quickest 40 time I ever ran was a 4.9, but I was 14. So right. not a 4.8, right. no. So the record has been set by the big fellas. Penn State University's Chop Robinson ran a 4.4840 in this year's combine. Whoa, you said 4.48. 4.48. Okay, that's a big difference between 4.48 and 4.8. Well, because I'm looking at there's So there's, I've got a, um, I got a group of guys who caught my attention and caught a lot of people's attention that ran for the big fellas. So Chop Robinson, a four four eight for the for a, for for a lineman. That's a four that's a four five basically. A four yeah. five defensive lineman. It's a sub four five. Oh my god. Fastest dude. defensive lineman in the history Ooh. of the combine. Um so he was number one. The fourth fastest time this year, Jared Verse for the defensive lineman, four five eight. Oh my gosh. Jared Verse starts at U Albany. Works transfer portals to Florida State. Now he's running a four point five eight forty in the combine. He's going. He is going day one, baby. It is less about what you and I did over the last three years and more about what college football was. I would say, 
the fact you and I did never got an opportunity to see him in practice bumps right. me out. Like, even if it was a camp day where they're doing more condition, we'll say more one-on-one work than actual, you know, 11-on-11. Drills and I wish yeah. we could have seen more of him. I did see him play in person in that Syracuse game that got him to the FBS yeah. level, but it also was a blowout at that point, but it didn't matter because he was tearing up offensive linemen who played the NFL. And that was one of their opportunities he got. Four, five, eight, that big. Now, he used to be a running back, I believe, too, or like or a corner. Uh, he was a yeah. second, secondary. Um, but the guy who I, I went from not really – wasn't on my radar to somebody that I'm, I'm hoping my team or one of our teams drafts is Florida State's defensive tackle, Braden Fisk. Big fella, Braden Fisk, runs a 4.7840. And the reason I love him is as he's as he's about to cross the finish line. So and he knows he did it. He knows he did well. You hear him go, oh, yeah. <laughs> while running, while running, he breaks out a perfect Kool-Aid, man. Oh, yeah. Like, to the point where I don't even know who was on the um, – um, Rich Eisen. The probably Rich Eisen. Yeah. Um, Rich Eisen goes, did he just say, oh, yeah? Did he, did he just – let's play that back. And But it's like, dude, a defensive tackle that can run, run a sub-540, can you imagine him with elite edge pressure around him to where some team is going to – all right, double up on Max Crosby and, and Tyree Wilson. Just one-on-one with him. He's a, he's a tackle. He, we'll get away from him, and he's like, he's there. This is the whole thing, LeVac. It's been basically the theme of our week when we've been talking about the combine is that with these numbers, Chop Robinson's different because Chop Robinson has been projected as the first-round pick. He is that yeah. good. He got hurt a little bit. Like He had some lower body stuff going on. He might have been a t- – and Penn State wasn't as good as the Nittany Lion fan base had hoped. They could you know, He could have been a top-five pick. Jared Verse, awesome. Probably still going to be a top-15 pick. These are the freaks we're talking about. Like, I, just because we were t- talking about uh, Hobart and 40 times, Ali Marpet ran a 4.98. Like, that was unreal when a guy who's his size can get under five. That's crazy. Like, th- this is the stuff for certain guys who are projected to be like a seventh rounder that can get you to the fifth round. This is for guys who are fifth rounders to get you to third. It's rare you're going to see an undrafted guy get a shot at the combine just because you have limited spots, but this can definitely change your placement in the draft. It's like this in the senior bowl. The senior bowl should be more important, but because the word senior in 2024 has been altered a little bit, this evaluation of these guys separates picks. Whether or not it should, I don't know. Like I watched, I'm watching the dynasty right now on Apple Plus. I that? wa- oh, that's the the, the Patriot thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, they we had the uh, the Raider game was the most recent episode. Thanks they so. showed Brady running his forty. I want to know what scout sat up there and said, "Got to get him. Got to get this guy right here." Oh, he's six foot four. He looks like he's six eleven. Looks like he has Ons good slaughter in his knees. Everybody knows what that disease was. Basically, can't move because he's growing too fast. Man, he looked terrible. But they even said they're like he's the best player on the board. This is what happens with some guys. You run a good enough forty, good enough bench. Now he's the best player on the board in the seventh round. If you keep putting forty times up like these guys are putting up. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. It, it's. It's seriously impressive when you see some of these guys. Do what they do. Um, we've got other positions that are starting to get through their forties. So you, it, I, I love it. I, I do. I love the. I love the combine. I know it's nothing. It, it just. It really kind of means nothing. Like you train different to run in the combine than you train to run anywhere else. You train. You, they teach you how to run strides, not speed, for the forty. They do. Okay, you're gonna start low. You're as you're step before you step all the. 
you should be all the way up by your third step. All these like and I don't I don't know all the rules, but but like I've heard them and I'm just like God, it's it's not it doesn't it doesn't make as much sense as as I as I thought it did. But um, it is crazy. I I did neglect to mention Chop Robinson set the record for a defensive lineman. It was then broken by Dallas Turner. Same combine. Yeah. Oh, um, Alabama's edge rusher ran a four four six. Woo. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Yeah, Derek. Jared Verse has slipped down to fourth. So four four six, four four eight, four five seven, uh Mohammed Kamara, and then Jared Verse, a four five eight. Defensive tackle, I told you Braden Fisk was your fastest. Linebackers from North Carolina State, Peyton Wilson, a four four three. He's really good. They talked about him as a first round. I think he was an All American. Got a lot of love at NC State. NC State had an All American first round offensive lineman last year who went top fifteen, and now they might do it again with him. Now you've got uh, for corners. I think the corners are either still running or whatever. But I've got fastest corner four three eight. That feels slow. Now four three eights are slow. That's crazy. And well, I mean, think about it. So it's 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 Jerry Jones from Florida State. But like that's usually where the record comes from is your corners. That's where the four twos pop up are your corners. Sometimes your wide receivers, but usually the corners, I feel like. Maybe it's been broken, but I feel like the fastest 40 time recording in combine history is it John Ross from Washington, who I think ran like a 419. Now, Wendell Williams is the right answer. I believe Wendell Williams, but like Wendell Williams played at like the Cumberlands and he's from, he's got actually some Central New York connections. Got a quick little cup of coffee for the Texans. I believe the NFL combine record is John Ross, and he's a wide receiver. 4.22. 4.22? 4.22. Is John Ross still has the record? Yes. All right. But like I said, you, it's, it's, the, it's the corners who run. What was the, wasn't it Puma for a, while, a long time that was doing it? That was it. it. And I think he didn't wear the shoes. That's why he didn't get it He didn't something. get the million yeah. dollars. Because if you wore the Puma shoe and ran the fastest 40, they gave you a million dollars. They gave you like a, an endorsement contract like right away. It's always. I feel like every year that I watched, it was corners who would wear them, and they would they would be almost the fastest, or they'd be up towards the fastest. And you get these corners who they know that they're never going to cover. They're never locking down, you know, whoever Stefan Diggs. They're never doing that. But they may be able to get on the field and play some real deep zone or be a kick returner. And if they show that flash of speed, they may move up a round or two, get that first contract, and be set for a long time. But it's like it. It, you're right. It's because what um, Chris Johnson was the other one who had he had the record for a long time. The running back, East Carolina, had yeah. a really good career. Yeah, probably he's a weird example of like why didn't he get more shots? His numbers were great. He ran for two thousand yards. Didn't get an, even an MVP vote that season. Feel like he should have gotten some more chances in the he NFL. He wasn't camera friendly. He was because well, like he would have the he'd have the bridge work in. He you know he have the 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 grill sometimes. We were you. Were you with me the year we met him? I was not. No. So Jets camp. camp no. Yeah. I thought you went that year. Okay. Yeah. It was just brief. Just walking by. So I'm hanging out in a hot tub. Dude's cut out of stone. Chiseled dude. I, you know, didn't, he's wearing shorts, ladies. Calm down. But, uh, yeah, he's just, um, Courtney was with us. She, she now works in Vegas running, um, uh, media for, uh, casinos. When she saw hit, it was it was him and like three other guys just sitting in a hot tub after practice. Her jaw had it dragged behind the truck because she just those dudes around here don't look like that. Like it's just it's just a different level 
of, of, of Homo sapien. Like, it's like, wait, 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 we're the same thing? No, we're not. But Alien comes down tomorrow and sees me standing next to Chris Johnson. He's going to go, no, you guys are different. <laughs> you know, the same thing. What, what species are you and what species are you? Chris Johnson's first six seasons in the NFL, over 1,000 yards every single season and 50 touchdowns combined. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a real, it's like ridiculous. If a running back did that now, talking about not McCaffrey, probably second best. His second year in the NFL, he ran for 2,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. That's, I mean, but he, again, he, he didn't, he didn't have that media friendly, like he didn't, he was, and he was always in, he wasn't, he, he wasn't, yeah, he was always in trouble off the field too, right? There were shootings in his life. I, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember a lot of drama around him. I think it's one of the reasons he wore out his welcome in Tennessee and ended up being a Jet, is that he had a lot of drama off the field. It sucks because you, you just don't, you know, there's there's part of you that just wants to see these guys play. And I've told, I told, I've told this all the time. I told my daughter this because I'm such a sports fan. I didn't want my daughter to be like, oh, that person's a role model because they can run fast and jump high. No, that person's entertaining because they can run fast or jump high. Now, when you get a guy like, what well, you know, um, the Manning brothers are always doing the camps trying to help out the kids. And um, Mike Vick's turned his life around. He's, he's done a lot for community since. since. Still never going to be a role model because of that. But when you see these guys who take that extra time and do the special things for me, Shaq, can you imagine being hard on your luck, shopping for Christmas or whatever, you're in Walmart, and a seven-foot giant picks up your pays your entire bill, buys Christmas for your family, not not through an organization, not through whatever. Which these are all great things. Just does it, just does what it what what it takes to to save your your day. Andre Johnson, the wide receiver in uh, Houston, was the same way. Those guys are role models in a way. Like you, like again, you pick and choose, my friends. You don't have to do everything they do, but this. When you see a guy like like Johnson and you think about what he could have been pure speed without all the other stuff off the field, it is a little it's a little heartbreaking. Yeah, it bumps me out. All right, I'm glad I brought us down here to do that. That's what I that's what I bring to the show. Do you also want to talk about the Knicks? Would that also bum you out too? I was trying not to. Could you tell us feeling? Yeah, tell, I yeah. Dude, but listen, I, do I get points? Because I said yesterday, you tried to tell me how important that game was going to be against the Warriors. The Warriors are, are playing well. They're kind of hitting their stride a little bit. The Knicks are banged up. 110-99. Knicks lose to the Warriors. I knew it was going to happen. I couldn't bet on it. I, I just, it's, the Jalen Brunson needs a break. Like, Jalen Brunson needs to, they they need to say he has an injury. And let, because and he, he does. Like, he's got a neck issue now. He's got, what, it was his knee, he, his ankle he rolled. Like, Give that dude four to five days off, and then let everybody come back together. This is an example. You know, like the teacher would say, like, hey, you can use uh, a loose-leaf piece of paper for your test. You can get one thing to help you, and you see the one kid who has, like, size six font, and they filled <laughs> up the whole paper. No, no, no. That wasn't the purpose of this. You were supposed <laughs> to learn the material, and this was a lot. That's what load management is. Like, there are guys yeah. who abused it, and now Jalen Brunson actually needs to use it. It's like, hey. No, no, I need this right now. Right. This is like if Sony at work has unlimited vacation days, and you know, there's that one person like, I was close. Uh, you know, <laughs> unlimited vacation. We're gonna just feel like you guys are on the uh, the trust method here. You guys won't use it, Brunson. I need a vacation. What yeah. do you mean, Sharon took them all? I I need some. Yes, I'm with you. Uh, Golden State. I don't know if he knows that he needs it though. I think he just. Need, I think you need to. He's, 
Someone needs to abduct him for his own good. He might be too competitive. Yeah. He might be. And that's why he's such a good player because he is that competitive. As for Golden State, uh, I tried to stick a fork in the dynasty. I know last year they did get bumped. They didn't make it to the conference finals. They were not the team. But I still can't even believe the Lakers were the ones who knocked off the Warriors last year, huh? Does that yeah. sound right out loud? The Laker team that got to the conference. What is up with LA every year that they're always in contention, even when they struggle in the regular season? LeBron James. But that's the thing. Like, we are heading towards maybe one of the great NBA play in games of all time if we get Lakers Warriors. Like, well, see, is how you guys were all excited to see those two play each other, and then they didn't. I mean, it would be nice if they actually did. Like, if you get one of those two teams in the postseason, and Golden State's the 10th best team right now, even though they're above 500, I would take them in a series over Oklahoma City. Minnesota, New Orleans, all these young teams who haven't proved it. That's that's what the feel is going to be the NBA postseason. The old guard versus the new guard. Can teams like the Lakers, the Warriors, the Mavericks, who, uh, when they had Brunson got to a conference finals, does the seeding not even matter? And will they knock off these teams who actually care about the regular season? The Wolves, the Thunder, the, uh, the Pelicans. I, I put the Suns, Clippers, and Nuggets in a different category because they're filled with vets. That's what we're going to find out. Because Golden State looked better than New York last night, but I know you're going to say, like, that is not the New York team in full not. strength. It's not even it's, close. It's not even full strength. Fifth strength is what they are. So, they, listen, I just I just need a little time, okay? Let me take, take Brunson out so I know that we're all not trying to win. That's all I ask. Because with Brunson in there, I feel like everybody's trying to win. And, and you know my fear. If you know me at all, you know my fear. Randall is going to come back. OG and Roby's going to come back. And then all of a sudden, Brunson's going to be like, yeah, I got, I got to sit for a while. And it's going to be like, what? no, 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 no. Sit now. The fear could also be the Knicks currently sit in the fourth spot in the East, which is the nice spot to be in. But the difference between fourth and eighth is only a game and a half. And the so, fourth four spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if fourth and eighth, though, is different yeah. now with the play yeah. in and all that stuff. Fourth it's and like, fifth. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got to play for your way to get into the postseason if you're sitting at seven, eight, nine, and ten. That's not as fun. I'd rather get a home series at four. I'd rather be fighting for sixth than fighting for fourth. Because even if you get sixth, like you just you just know that you're you know that you're on the road, you know that you're going to play a tough team. Where like if you if you're fighting for four, you're like okay, we have home field, we're going to be good to go. Home court, we're going to be good to go. Home court, and then all of a sudden you don't get it. Now you're on the road. It feels like it feels like you already lost. Uh, that would have to come to the end of the season. I know what you're getting at. I would always prefer to take home court advantage if possible. I'm sure someone's yeah. got numbers not, but. But Avoid saying, seven, I think we could both right. get out of seven. And yes. seven's starting to sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah, well, you need to drive out of there. You know what I'm saying? Together, let's drive out of there, just like our friends at Mohawk Shepherd like. That's what you need to do. Go up to exit 12, get the vehicle you're looking for. Your friend, Corey from Greenwich, sends me a picture of this truck he found on Car Bravo. And I go, what am I looking at, bud? What are you trying to do here? He's like, oh, I finally looked on Car Bravo. Because he's not necessarily a Chevy guy like me. And I go, you just looked at Car Bravo, Corey. After all this time, you finally look at Car Bravo. I've been talking about Mohawk Chevrolet forever, and you finally look at Car Bravo. You know what, Corey? I appreciate you did that. And next time you come out to an event in Mohawk Chevy, I will introduce you to Carl Bravo. Here we go. Here we go. Listen, Corey, I've heard you complain about your vehicles forever. I've heard you complain about how much they cost and the maintenance forever. Stop it. Go to Mohawk Chevrolet. Over 260 new vehicles in, in inventory, ready to go. New vehicles showing up every day. You go in there and you say, I'm I'm a farmer. I drive frozen meat around. And they're going to go, 
That's great. Put your nuts away, please. Season nuts, that is. Put them away, Corey. <laughs> Put your nuts away, Corey. You got to go to Mohawk Chevrolet. If you don't love like what you drive like I do, like Corey soon will, you got to go to Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. Great moment coming up next. We get to do a good deed for a change. What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement creating a six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Brett Kitchen, best-selling author, executive producer, and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In this film, we traveled over 20,000 miles interviewing real Americans who've retired successfully with a great lifestyle and peace of mind. They share their stories on how they get more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and the money's never at risk if the market crashes. That's right, if the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even the super wealthy are shifting money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better retirement with less money saved, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie at 1-800-506-2020. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you can get it completely free. I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call right now, 1-800-506-2020. That's 1-800-506-2020. Again, that's 1-800-506-2020. The hit true crime podcast, Paper Ghosts, is back with a haunting mystery in the shadows of the Ozarks. Season four unravels a darkly intriguing cold case from 1989 as a community continues to search for answers. Slovak and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. All right, so we've been, I've been trying to, to I, Lisa and I go way back. Lisa, Audi, we, you and I, we go back. I haven't seen you in a million years. Uh, Jordan Mo Modiano, is that how you say that? Is that, is that I didn't see that to him. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you what? two have never met before. My gosh. What? <laughs> so Jordan, Jordan was, you know, he's he's joining the show as as you know part of the team. We're going to get a chance to talk about Express, but uh, a while back he came on to talk about his his racing and who he was racing for, and of course that's bots. So if you could tell us about bots, because. I didn't even realize at that point that that you were behind bots, but you know, knowing how well you do everything you do, it just makes sense that bots is doing as well as it is. Well, I appreciate that. And first of all, I think the most scariest thing was when I found out that Jordan actually drove yeah. a car. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just doing the race to raise funds because his daughter has autism, and you know, he wanted to involve us. And then when I found out he was in the car, yeah, yeah, that was the frightening moment. <laughs> like. Wait, what? And my day job sponsors it. Well, well, and what, yeah, well, and that's, it would be like you coming out and saying you're like going to play, you know, center for the for the Firebirds. But. I, I, anyway. I don't, I don't, I listen. I like our quarterbacks. I don't want their hands there. But otherwise, I would be in. <laughs> otherwise, I would do it. That's so wrong. You and Jason Kelsey, right? That's it. Right. <laughs> Just same same guys. Yeah. So, uh, bring on the spectrum. We are a community space and sensory gym located on Fuller Road in Colony. Um, I created this based on a need for uh, kids like Jordan's daughter and my daughter. Um, you know, kids that are in like middle school, high school really struggle with some of the social things, um, as does any neurotypical child, but accented even more for those children with either autism or another intellectual or developmental disability. And so we're a space, a safe space, warm and welcoming, where kids come in and can have the opportunity to do social and recreational activities. And that's everything from uh, Zumba to art class. We do a Lego club. Uh, we just started a fitness class. Um, so the same opportunities that their, their typical peers have, 
um, but in an environment that knows that if they get a little dysregulated, um, we're going to understand and not be like, you know, staring down the parent like they've got three heads. Um, I always say that we're making a, a bowl of chili until we get one friend that might be feeling a little off that day, and then we've got a bowl of chili. And so, you know, going from chicken noodle soup to chili, you know, that's kind of what happens. All right. So he- here's the deal. So obviously, like, the, the, the word spectrum has always meant everything to me because I don't know anyone who, who as you say, neurotypical. Is that, the, is that the – I don't know anyone who's truly neurotypical. Like, I, I, we, like look, look at the four of us. Like, we all have a different way of thinking. We all do things differently than most of the people we're around. So when Jordan came in and told me about bots and, and we had a challenge coming up against Pix 106. So uh, Gaz and myself, we keep doing challenges against Quinn and Cantera at Pix. Uh, we did a horse racing challenge and they, they beat us like we stole something. It was, it was bad. But this time it was for football and I can pick a football game. So luckily for bots, I picked who I was going to represent before Gaz did because also he was, after he heard what Jordan said about bots, Gaz was like, I want to represent them. I didn't want you to lose. So I took you. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Gaz came in fourth out of four people. He does sports talk against two classic rockers and me, and he came in fourth. We could have just said fourth. We didn't say how many people were involved. I thought fourth sounds better than last. Last. But, okay. Uh, last. Plus, plus, Lisa, I told them they lose no advertising. <laughs> but, yet another reason. I was like, you know, let me let me do this one. So um, I would uh, I would like to hand you this envelope of cash. Uh, what, guys, what is the, do you know the total? I know it's over five hundred dollars. It says yes. it right on it. It doesn't say it on it. No, it doesn't. He wrote the, he wrote the names of the stations on it. He didn't write the amount of money. But this is what I have won for you. Awesome. With, with a little help from these guys. But basically, I went wire to wire, because this is what I do. I win for my friends, and I keep guys from losing for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's five hundred and twenty-nine dollars. We made sure to profit Levac and everybody. So congratulations. We're so happy as a team. Hold on, hold what? What? I can't be a team I, here. I think only one person profited. Oh, I think everybody else lost money and was able to chip in a little bit. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just and I'm just wondering how quickly Gaz got onto the coattails of you. Oh. Right? Like, like it's all of a sudden a very we-ish kind of conversation. I think he's been riding that wave for a while. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, What's you... wrong with these microphones? Got to turn these off. <laughs> exactly. All of a sudden, there's gonna be a power outage. In yeah. The yeah. Well, I told him, I go, if he's not careful, one day it's just gonna be Levac and. Hey, and why I, are the doors locked? We can't get out. <laughs> no one's listening to Ann Goss, but LeVac Ann, we would do well. No, but um, it's just th- thank you for for building the, the gym and the idea of it all. And, like, how does, like, you know, either either one of you, is, you know, being parents of, of daughters who are on the spectrum, like, is it is it that it helps incorporate day-to-day life into the way the brain works versus everything? Like, is it, is it a tool towards yeah. functioning more and more? Yes, 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 no, no, no. It's it's different for everybody. So kids are going to go there, and for some of them, it's just going to be a place where they can go and play and do something, and it's a non-judgment zone, and it's completely okay to do whatever you need to do, and it's fine. For other kids, they might meet somebody there and start to formulate, build some type of relationship. It's not necessarily predictive as to what's going to happen okay but but what it is it's a place where you can go and you know that my daughter can do what she needs to do and she's going to be okay and and if she's having a rough time and she's having a meltdown it's not going to be a, uh-oh 
this is bad because every parent there and every other person there has experienced it. They get it. They know. They understand. And it just it 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 makes it so incredible as a place to take your child. And I've watched my daughter flourish in certain things. I mean, you know, you had the, they had the music lessons, they had the dance stuff, they had some other stuff, and it kind of opens up opportunities for her to think about, hey, I want to do this or I want to do that, and now I'm going to go get some other dance lessons someplace. So it's it's really cool to have an environment like that and. That's why I dedicate so much time and energy towards helping it. Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. We are joined by uh, Lisa Audi and uh, Jordan Modiano. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. You got it. You got it. it. I got to do it now. For those who might be learning about bots for the first time, if they didn't follow us through the football season, this might be the first time. How can people across the capital region continue to show support for this great opportunity, this great cause, helping people here locally? Well, I mean, we've got a giant donate button on our website, so that's uh, that's one way. I like it. Um, I like it. But really, you know, I mean, you know, Jordan touched on it. I mean, really, it's also an environment for really any individual that's feeling marginalized. There's a, That's happened and pretty common in our schools these days where, you know, you don't feel like you have the right clothes on or you're not, you don't have the fancy new phone. And so really, it's, it is for everyone. And we encourage folks that feel like they don't fit in. You don't need a diagnosis. I've, I, awesome. get that, I get that message sometimes on Facebook, like, you know, do you have to have a diagnosis? No, like we're, we use the word spectrum because that is what kind of everybody can relate to, like they know what that is. Um, but obviously, we also have individuals with, you know, Down syndrome and other intellectual and developmental disabilities. We've got a great partnership with JDRF uh, for their teen program. I mean, think about having type 1 diabetes uh, in school. Your insulin pump is making noises. You're not eating all the Oreos that everybody else is. So they've started to have their teen hangout nights with us um, because it's an opportunity for those kids to meet other kids like themselves. And that's really what our kids are looking for. They're just trying to figure out themselves and how to fit in. And when we look at some of the you know stuff that's going on with our kids and, and their mental health, like the more we can do, the better. Um, you know, so I appreciate you mentioning that, guys. I mean, you know, we're a nonprofit, so yeah, we're always fundraising. We're doing something in the month of April called uh, Bots of Sense, and it's basically a coin drive uh, where we're collecting coins, and then we're going to take those coins and have high school transition students uh, sort count and roll the coins so the u.s treasury says that there's a coin shortage well bring them all the bots and then we'll make sure that the you know u.s treasury gets them but uh one of our parents did a, a research and the average household has a hundred dollars in loose change in their house so i'm assuming that's in the couches and in the cup holder in your car you know yeah. under your bed in your pants like whatever i have a piggy bank I, have a, I, I do. I still do. I don't know why. I just I still do, and it's got. It's always got something in it. Gonna crack that bad boy open and help out the cause. I, of course I will. <laughs> of course I, it was. It was for Disney, but okay, fine. All right, fine. Fine. One less. One less drink at Epcot. That's what. <laughs> that's what it'll be. That must be a pretty big piggy bank then, because the drinks at Epcot are. <laughs> it's got. Yeah. It's well, a, it says vacation fund. It's like this big. <laughs> for those of you on the radio, I put my hands out about the size of a, a, a large basketball. If you missed any of that information, especially if you're listening on our radio side, we're going to share that information on our social media pages, Fox Sports 980 on Facebook at WOFX 980, and the podcast side will have a link that you can just click and help out that great cause. So basically, just one more time to make sure, so any parent who's, you know, looking at their kid and thinking, I just wish there was someplace they felt safe, um, you don't need the diagnosis, you don't need, just go just go to bringonthespectrum.com. And, and get the address, get everything, stop right by. It, it's not like 
there, there's not, there isn't going to be a bouncer at the door. No, no, we do I, not. We, 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 uh, we let that person go. Yeah. That's why I had to come back to radio. <laughs> it all comes full circle. I got so excited about rolling all the change too. <laughs> I'm bummed now. I, I do, it is weird. Like I do, I do like to, I do like to point out that like, you know, at, at my age group, when you're when your brain didn't work like everybody else's, it was a, it was you know you were lazy, you were this, you were that, you were the other thing. Like to hear how kids get to to be kids and be safe, and there's you know there's guys like you that are are just fighting for them to feel just a little bit of just safety during the day. Like the word normal pops into my head, but obviously like none of us are ever going to feel normal. Like the only thing I know that's normal is being unnormal or abnormal. Um, but it's just it's really it means a lot to me because again I had. I remember being told, you know, before they knew what ADHD was, it was, uh, yeah, you, you, your kid won't pay attention. He's, he's high strung. Um, before they knew what OCD was, it was, he won't leave unless he gets to do this, this, and this. And it was, you know, and the, and the way to fix that was to, you know, smack in the back of the head and tell you to get, get moving. And now it's, you know, we're finally like giving kids a chance to figure themselves out a little bit. That, 100%. That, but that's one of the most beautiful things about this. It's a place where, you can take your child and they can experience different things and do different things because you don't know what that magic button's going to be. You know, I don't know where my daughter's going to eventually find her thing and thrive. And Bots is always doing something new, some different type of program, something. And there's going to be something that's going to click at some point in time. And as parents, that's part of our job to expose our child or our children to different things that are going to make sense and to have a good, safe place to do it. That's amazing. So, Lisa, I thank you. Oh, well, let's also not forget to thank Jordan for all he does with the autism uh, awareness race uh, coming again in September because uh, we, with jo- Jordan's donation to our organization, we were able to buy um, a vibroacoustic lounger for okay. our sensory room. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a chair. It's a lounger, and it connects uh, via Bluetooth to music, and it makes the, the chair vibrate. And the kids just get to chillax in it, so it's pretty cool. That's that's awesome. See, look, I didn't, look at you out here racing for a cause. I like it. Good for you. Amen. <laughs> gotta like, do something like to get back. Now, and now I gotta get shopping for next year. So we gotta, you know, maybe I'll find a really, really, really expensive item so that way Jordan's fundraising just goes through the roof. Yeah, and then for our next um, our next challenge, where you know we'll we'll wager football or whatever, I'll represent again, so you'll win again. But maybe I'll maybe I'll help guys pick his, so there'll be some more money in the pot towards the end thank you i think <laughs> well at this point we at this point we might as well have uh rachel and carabel uh helped guys with his picks <laughs> <laughs> any anything could help. i mean like like in all sincerity the, the girls might be like you know what we're gonna we're gonna go out on our own on this one <laughs> my, my, my daughter went from a chiefs fan to a niners fan and then this year i don't know why she went with the patriots i was like honey you were the best bandwagon rider of all time. Yeah. The you went Patriots. Chiefs, 49ers. She went villain. Patriots. She went villain. I know. Well, you know what? This is, if you're going to, I thought it's kind of smart. She's buying the stock when it's low. Because if she jumped on the, the Patriots bandwagon any other year, people would be like, you're a front runner. Now, people, no one can say that right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I, like, I, don't, I mean, the Raiders would be a better option, but we'll just, we'll, we'll worry about that one next time. But, guys, thank you so much. Uh, bots, bring on the spectrum. Uh, Lisa Audi. Jordan Modiano, we appreciate you guys, everything you do. I know it's not a huge amount of money in all sincerity, but it's it's just um it was just it was fun to compete. I, you know, I love to win. I love to talk trash, 
but to be able to do something good with that with the ability to talk trash uh really really was fun so thank you for uh Dude, thanks for giving it a cause let me tell you for a for a young nonprofit like this you know 500 bucks trust me i'll be doing, i'll do a little jig out in the hallway <laughs> perfect i run thank to the you. i still run to the mailbox uh, i don't i run my mouth <laughs> it's fox sports radio 95 9 and 980 it's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. <laughs> it is uh, time for the top four at four. Four biggest stories in the world of sports brought to you by Mohawk County, where they always go out of the way to please you. Uh, Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? Darren Waller will be back for the New York Giants in 2024. Do you think, yeah. What, <laughs> should, I, should I have known something, Gaz? Yeah. What are you talking Well, actually, yes. According to reports from the New York Post, Darren Waller had told management following the end of this year's regular season, he was retiring. He was calling it a career. The expectations in the locker room is that Darren Waller, because of things that have happened off the field and more, was just done with football. Now, Levesque, you followed Darren Waller's career a little bit more so than others because of your ties to the Raiders. That's your team. Uh, Kelsey Plum, I believe he's married to, but yeah, he's upset he about the marriage that got leaked and stuff. And of course, Josh McDale's a poop. He's a recovering addict as well yep. off the field. So he is coming back. What do you make of this? That Darren Waller, one of the big targets for the Giants, almost called it quits this offseason. Um, well, he, I guess, I guess even before he got to the Giants, he was thinking about it. I think, I think his time with Josh McDaniels with the Raiders really kind of soured him, because we we know how John Gruden is with tight ends. Tight ends are a massive weapon in the John Gruden offense, and that's why Darren Waller looks so good in silver and black. But he also, yeah, he's he is he's a recovering addict which uh, he and Max Crosby were, were very powerful together for each other. Um, his wife is extremely successful, possibly the best female basketball player in the world. He, things are different in his world. It's not like you or I where if we started playing NFL football, that would probably be the biggest thing in our life until our children were born. You know what I mean? Like his biggest thing in his life is staying sober, being a good husband, stuff like that. I think going to the Giants, even though it wasn't a like a picture book year, probably is the only reason he's still playing. I think if he had stayed with the Raiders and McDaniels and been there the whole year, I, I, I feel like if Antonio Pierce had taken over, he would have been different. But I think he, um, I think going to the Giants, getting away from Josh McDaniels was big for him. This feels like a blanket statement I'm about to do here, but it feels like it's been the most accurate when it comes to at least the NFL and football in general, pro football players. The two most times on a calendar where an NFL player will talk about retiring are the day after the regular season ends or the day after a season ends, so I'm going to count that as one category, or the day before training camp. Now, the day after the regular season ends is because they put in all this time and effort and they fell short of expectations. They know within a week, a day, however their mindset is, they're going back to working out, which is not as fun as actually playing. They, as Marvin Harrison once said, you have to pay me to go to practice. The games you can do for free. Right. So a lot of guys want to retire in that moment or training camp sucks. I'm not doing this. I'm a grown man. I don't want to live in a college dorm again for double sessions or whatever they're called now. That's when it seems like they want to retire. And most guys are talking themselves out of it by the time they get closer. But once it's already creeped into your mind, I think it's okay. And I think it's very fair for fans and organizations to wonder, all right, what is the clock here? If the Giants decide to draft a tight end, I got no issues with it at all. Zero. Well, you need more than one. That's right. Yeah, I, I think he's he's not going to play forever. I don't think. And he could very well be. You, you can see it kind of sometimes, too, where he's not exactly in the game. When he's in the game, he's a beast. He will he will change the game. But when he's not exactly in the game, you can, you can tell. 
Few times in the history of the show, I've called an audible in the top four at four, but I like story number three, but I don't think it's hot routes. Hot routes. It's not staying at story number three. Omaha. Wait, well, again? Back it, to Omaha. It's it's going to go to number one, which we'll Ooh. get to a little later. But number three now moves to local college basketball. Syracuse basketball out in the 315, two hours west. We'll be airing on our sister station, WGY, seven o'clock. Coverage gets underway. Yeah, good taste in sneakers over there. Eight o'clock. Tip off is Syracuse takes on Louisville. The Orange, don't worry, Levac. If you want to read some content from Central New York, didn't matter that Georgia Tech game happened. You ask anybody who's a fan of the Orange, they are officially on the bubble, and it's Lenardi keeping them out. I'm a little bit more. Is he that powerful? <laughs> I'm a little bit more nervous about the Orange chances. I know they have the most wins in the last five years in comparison to other teams in that program. Clemson's the bigger game that comes on Tuesday. The Siena men's basketball team, they're, according to certain lines I've seen, I don't know if this might change as we get closer to tip off. A point and a half favorite tonight is they host Manhattan. Seven o'clock tip off inside MVP Arena. The Saints are four and 23. The Jaspers are five and 20. So there you go with that. Levac, do you get excited about either one of those matchups tonight? Sienna, maybe at least getting a win and getting some more excitement back in the program. Syracuse basketball. Hey, how about Maine? Maine and you Albany tomorrow, four o'clock. So there you go. Can't forget about the Great Danes. They're in action. They beat New Hampshire, by the way, the other day. So they're basically in it now. They're going to be in the conference tournament. Hmm. I, uh. No, I didn't do a good enough job selling I just, it there. Uh, I, I just, tried, uh, tried. I, I'm, they're all not very good. That's, you can say it. It's well, listen, here's the thing. You, Albany, Sienna, I will care at the, the, the conference tournaments. Um, Syracuse, I only care when I can watch you freak out. And uh, the rest of the day, I'll just be looking for something to wager on. So that, that's that's pretty much it. Syracuse needs to be Louisville. They stink. Siena basketball. Can we get one for Coach Carm? Can can you get a victory over Manhattan? It'd be nice. There's not been a lot of things to cheer about for Siena basketball this season. You Albany, your point's been right about the Great Danes. If whether it's a seven, a six, or an eight seed, can you shock the world in the opening round, the quarterfinal matchups of the conference tournament, and hope for Bedlam in the conference tournament? That's the possibility for the Great Danes. There's your local hoops preview for this weekend. Let's talk some pro hoops here for story number two. The New York Knicks are not back in action until Sunday, 7 o'clock, where they're going to take on break. the Cleveland Cavaliers. Levac, this is a pretty big game for the Knicks. The Cavaliers have been one of the hottest teams in the Eastern Conference over the last month. Now we've flipped into March, though. This could be a battle between maybe, what, three or four, the seed? Maybe even see Milwaukee falling off a little bit. Do you feel like this is a big game for the Knicks? Involving Cleveland, maybe deciding who's a, t- a tier. Remember the old tier system when people yeah. used to do? Feels like a little tier game here for Cleveland and New York. Yeah, but it's different, uh, the tiers, for, for New York right now. They're coming from everyone's eyes because they're all hurt. Um, no, this I can't. The only, the only way I can really dial into basketball games right now with the Knicks at this exact moment in time is to accept that they're not going to make it because they are so hurt. They're so banged up. They looked like it last night. They will look like it until they'll squeak some wins because Jalen Brunson's that dang good, even with, you know, multiple injuries and everything like that. Josh Hart had a great game. Like, these guys, they, they're professional. They get paid too, guys, but they're so banged up right now that I almost wish they would just go, oh, no, Jalen Brunson hurt himself. He's out four or five games. And then try to get a couple of the guys back together to to get this team where it needs to be. Is it weird that I've listened to so much yes. more what? Knicks basketball, watched some more Knicks basketball, that just going to the game, I feel like bias. Like, of course, New York's better than Cleveland. 
Like, Cleveland became the franchise, not because of anything they did wrong, but when LeBron was on the Cavs, I liked watching the Cavaliers. Like, it was a cool franchise to follow and find out how far LeBron could take this. Uh, just a kid from Akron. Well, you're, the team's in Cleveland, just a boy from Akron. But it was a cool storyline to follow. And then he went back to Cleveland. So for a long time, the Cavalier franchise was in the national spotlight, not just in the NBA, but across all major sports. People yeah. cared about the Cavaliers. So even when they're good, like if so someone told you like, hey, you know that Darius Garland's tearing it up. How about that Donovan Mitchell? It just doesn't hold the same weight as LeBron, which again, no fault of their own. They're just, I'm always going to doubt Cleveland. Donovan Sorry. Mitchell might, uh, there's there's rumors that he might have back with the Knicks in the offseason. Well, not back with, but he wanted to be a Nick. There's rumors that they're going to want him and that Cleveland's going to look to move him. He could be a Nick in the offseason. And the wildest part about that, why? Because Cleveland, you could argue, is better than New York right now. Cleveland, I thought, paid him. So they paid him. They're better. They've got a better, arguably, maybe a better guard combo. Brunson is better than anybody on the Cavs. But that combination there of Garland and Brun, uh, excuse me, Garland and him, like you might think they're actually better. Doesn't matter. It's New York versus Cleveland. What are you going to get talked about more on? But if, if the if the Knicks are healthy right now, and you added down for Mitchell, woo, girl, let's go. Story number one: Caitlin Clark this weekend has an opportunity to pass Pistol Pete Maravich as the all-time leading scorer in the history of college basketball. She needs just 18 points to make it happen this weekend. Levac, that's a pretty big deal. Caitlin Clark, Pete Maravich, for those who want to start throwing stats at me and about everything else, yes, I am very aware that Pete Maravich only played three seasons at LSU. I'm very aware of that. Yes, I know. I'm doing a comparison between men's and women's college basketball. Yes, and one more time I'll get reminded. Caitlin Clark could come back for a fifth season if she wants to break the record. One o'clock tip-off, Iowa versus Ohio State. Uh, Levac. This is a big deal, right? Uh, yeah. Question mark. I show mean, transcript would show, right? Okay. You, you, if you were listening earlier to you know Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty, you heard Colin Cowherd point out ratings are always big when when Caitlin Clark plays. They, she is consistent. She is going to go out there and give you thirty points. She's going to at least. It's she's legit. She's the real deal. And this, I mean, there's there's a hundred percent of conversation to be had about the differences in the way the games are played, the difference in, in the ways that the, the games were built, how many games were played between the you know Pistol Pete and, and Caitlin Clark. But it doesn't just flat negate her and her achievements. She still is going to be one of, if not the greatest players of all time, and she's going to be one of the few people in that conversation truly with Pistol Pete it's, it's big. Good for her. Yeah, you and I are slowly as this month and the spring has gone on, I think are embracing more of Caitlin Clark. One of my takes was that we, and you've heard it. She's I know probably you, stronger than us. We would have to really, I don't think she'd let us embrace her. I don't. I know you've heard it a bunch that we've gone through this spring of this is the best college player in the history of the women's game ever. This is why you got to watch. I'm like, it's fatigued at this point for somebody like me who could rip off 15 names in a row of how many times they've done this with somebody. But just because that's happened, doesn't make her worse. Just because we've talked about who's the greatest women's basketball player of all time, got to watch her, whether it's Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Candace Park, Maya Moore. Like we've done this all the time. Just because that happens doesn't make Caitlin Clark any worse than those players, and she gets to make history this weekend. And it's rare that we can say best scorer ever in a sport. Can, I, can, have that can I just blame right. social media real quick? 
Because every time somebody does something, they're the greatest of all time. We get into that conversation immediately. Like you used to have to like walk into a bar to get those conversations. Now you just turn your phone on and there it is. But like if you're in a bar and somebody starts, Kayla Clark is better than Michael Jordan. You'd be like, all right, can I get a drink for me and uh, Saucy the Kid over here? Because it's going to be a night. We're going to debate these things. Just remember this. Put this on your phone. March 1st, 2025. Kayla Clark leaving, going to the WNBA. Like, what will be the storyline in women's basketball next year? Who is the next Caitlin Clark? Did you see your boy get drug? Who? Uh, Darren Rovell. Oh, about the... uh, That she's going to make less money? I saw that. That was uh, uh, Nicole Auerbach from the USA Today was getting all over him about it. So, she makes, what, $3 or so a year? I think she gets... Let's just say say she makes a million dollars to play at Iowa. The average salary is like 80 to 90 grand. Over the WNBA for what she's gonna do. People are like, oh, she's he's like, she's gonna give all this money, all this stuff. The bottom line is she doesn't get NIL money. She actually gets, or she might get a very small amount of NIL money. She has her own endorsements. You mean you think you think her own endorsements aren't gonna follow her? Well, to the WNBA? that was the point, right? Yeah. Ravel's like she's making eight hundred thousand in college, she's not gonna make that here. No, no, they're NIL money, which are endorsements. That's exactly right. The point but was like, that they're not like gonna the, travel. Yeah. So like Sienna has a a, a collective. Uh, it was Saints March on or whatever it is. Hers are coming directly through her. Like hers are there for her. It's not like I, it's not like I went. We have found this money for you, and it's uh, you would never get it. No one would ever give it to you if we weren't here helping out. No, it's like, hey, we're going to give you this money if you promise you're giving it directly to her. That's what. It, so she's still going to make. She's going to make tons of money. She'll be fine. Um, I just hope she brings some of this fame to to the WNBA because. It's more fun to pick on it if people care about it. You know, we also are skipping over a big thing here from the scoring record to the WNBA. She does have to still play in the NCAA tournament. You know, Iowa will Iowa lost yeah. in the title game last year to LSU, right? By you, yeah. Barbie. We still have a run potentially on the way. We have more Caitlin Clark, we would think, on the way. Yeah, but as we've learned from football, people don't really care about that anymore. It's time to move on and go go get more things. Now, I, yeah, she'll play in the tournament, but you you don't. Come on. How much women's NCAA tournaments do you really pay attention to? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me, do they have a chance to win? Because I would say yes. I think she has a chance to get to the Final Four or the national title. But if they win the national title and no one watches, do uh, they win it at all? Well, that, that's a dangerous streak to go down because, I've, as I've told you, our pal Scott, who listens to the show, will start tweeting you women's basketball rankings. Every, I'm telling you, for the last five years, <laughs> the, the, the ratings and the rankings, however you want to phrase it, because in comparison to other shows, have gone up. Now, is that because they aired out of ABC? We could leave that part out, or it's digitally streamed. I'm probably going to lose the argument if I go, are the ratings better in the NCAA tournament for women now than ever before? So I will say this. I will probably watch her in the tournament. How about that? I'll be a really soft answer here on a Friday. I will watch SportsCenter. As long as that covers she's in the tournament, then I'll probably watch it. But I'm not going to. I don't. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to be in um, – multiple bracket challenges and and do the the women's bracket challenge too but like it's just it doesn't have the traction people don't care they just don't they don't i wish they did i really really wish they did that's your top four at four uh brought to you by mohawk honda thanks to them guys you said something to me today when i got here and i was like man brother i relate you were like with this cold can't breathe at night i'm i'm head bobbing and i've head bobbed Ever since I got this cold and I've been waiting for my new mouthpiece. 
But before I had my mouthpiece that keeps my airway open from Dr. Fred Dreher and the Integrative Sleep Center, that was me. I'd be driving, and I'd be like, oh, 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 all right, let's pull over. Let's get some cold air. Let's get some water. Let's get some something, whatever. And none of those things really work. The only thing that will keep you from head bobbing is sleep. That's it. That's all that will do it. If you find yourself tired throughout the day, if you gray days are worse and this, that, and the other thing, or you're in the middle, you know, you listen to this show and, and we're not being boring and you start head bobbing, you you got to call Dr. Dreer, 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer, he's going to hook you up with this mouthpiece that is custom made for you. Keep your airway open. I have a very large soft palate. I'm, I'm just humbled to even get a chance to mention it. Yeah, so how you doing? And uh, it, what happens is when I sleep, if I don't have my mouthpiece, that closes my airway. So all of a sudden now, instead of, you know, nice, calm sleeping, I'm snoring. I'm going crazy. Don't do it. Get some good sleep. Give the call out. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreher in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Help me sleep better. than can help you sleep better, too. You know, I think John Carlos Stanton and I are a lot alike. People are always talking about, oh, sure, you're in great shape. But could you be in greater shape? Am I right? Let's discuss next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's Goss here for Mohawk Honda. Driving around the Capital Region, enjoying that first weekend in March. Are you already planning to win your office pools? Are you already wagered on the big underdog? Maybe you're going to have some more money coming in. Tax season maybe has been good to you. Now's the time to upgrade your vehicle. The place to go is Mohawk Honda. Here's the thing I've learned about people. When they get ready for the new ride or the new upgrade, they have a big thing they go through. Okay, here's the list of dealerships. Here's the way I want to buy. Here's what... It's almost like recruiting. Don't go through a recruiting process. Just go to Mohawk Honda. People that you can trust are in the car experience, and you will continue to go back to years to come. And recommend them to your friends and family. I know from experience, I love my pilot. It is the best vehicle I've ever had in my life. My mother-in-law came all the way to Syracuse. She loves Mohawk Honda. That's how much she liked it. My parents continue to check out Mohawk Honda when they stop in. It is spreading through my family, and I love to recommend it to people, whether you're listening on the iHeart app from Syracuse to Utica to the Capital Region and more. It is worth the drive to visit Mohawk Honda to get the vehicle right, to not get stressed during the car buying. I don't want to go on the lot. They're mean, man. No. Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harrington, great people to work with. My guy, Cam McKenna, the shoulder's getting better every day. Brian McKenna, the whole social media team. We love building our relationship with Mohawk Honda. And when they make it that easy to talk about great people, you know the product should be great. Check out the selection of vehicles right there in Glenville right now. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. No. What? (laughs) Can you act like it's not happening in the studio? It was a little too close to the microphone. What's happening? Now, there used to be a thing. Uh, Oh, Gaz. Oh, Oh, my God. God. Jim Gagliardi. There used to be a thing. Oh, God. Am I leaving both these in? Am I going to hit the... Can you at least give me a heads up? I hit the dump next time. I don't know. We used to call it Phone It In Friday, where we'd have a little bit more interviews, and then sometimes... I like to call it Freestyle Friday, or Foamy Friday. We'd get the happy hour started a little sooner because of taped interviews. We don't do as many interviews now because it's 2024. People don't want to hear that. But you've decided to get happy hour started early. Let's just put it like that. I have a, I have a reason, okay? You know what? When you, when you lose a soldier, when you lose a valued member of your team... You, you you have to acknowledge it, right? When you lose a snitch, you acknowledge it. When that when when both those same things can be said about a thing, you know, you acknowledge it. 
So when my Fitbit Charge 5 just died, I said, who's going to keep track of me drinking beer now? Ha <laughs> ha! Take that, trainer Beth. You can't even keep up to me because this thing's dead now. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm going to have a beer. You can't stop me. That's part of why. But Take the other that. reason was I just wanted to be like, we used to, like, yeah. So we used to do, uh, like, beer samples <laughs> all the time, and they would leave us extras, and on Fridays we'd have one or two. So I was like, listen, I think that's what we're missing so far. I think we just we had our second ratings book. It was good, but it wasn't as good as our first. So I wanted to do something nice for you, and you were like, screw you. I don't want to have a beer with you, so I'm just going to have one by myself in here. Oh, that was a preemptive strike is what it was. You were ready to pop one to celebrate another good rating book. Okay, all right. No, I, I, I didn't care. I didn't know ratings came out, um, but I – but. Since I was like all about like ah bleep all you, we had the best ratings ever. I have to point out that we had we had the most average ratings ever this time, but which is <laughs> but still better than anything that's been on the station before us or after us. If this doesn't go well with me drinking it here today, <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, Tommy Corp was like, no, thank you. I'm tired. I know you're wearing a Guinness jacket. You're not going to have a beer. I haven't taken this jacket off all day. I have so much medicine in my body right now. I can confidently tell you, I don't know what Want any of it. More? I don't know what any of it does. <laughs> I've just been asking my wife, "Can you? What does this do? What is that? Oh, yeah, take it." Yesterday, she just told me, "Just drink the Nyquil. You don't have to measure it. Just go ahead. Whatever, right. whatever you think is yeah, fine." I mean, dude, you're like six three, one ninety nine, plus. Uh, you, you could, yeah, you could drink a little Nyquil. You can do it. Uh, uh, See, you said a little Nyquil, not to my wife. Just go ahead. You, you, well, she didn't smart. say you'll finish the out. bottle. She didn't say finish the bottle. You're right. If she said you're smart, you'll finish it out. She's trying to kill you. The more you drink, the better you'll sleep. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not, not true. Because I mean, if she's like, oh, you know, Tommy or Thomas or whatever the heck she calls you, you you'll figure it out. You're smart. Well, then she's lying. You're gonna, you're in trouble. Yep. But if she's if she's like, dude, just take some Nyquil, go to sleep, leave me alone, feel better quicker, so that we can you can help raise these these evil wildlings that you call children. Well, that makes sense, and I'm with her on it. So, um, yeah, no, so a little, I one man one man band in here. That's me. It's me. My Fitbit broke. Gaz is a, a jerk, and I got to, I guess just a small, one small little beverage. That's it. Responsibly. Now I did look at the run today. It says John Carlos Stanton on here. Is this what this Dude, says? I'm getting so all right. He, we live in a world. Whoa, this is gonna be big. Whoa. Well, in a world, in a world where fat TV reporters and radio people can make fun of a man whose physique is phenomenal. Welcome to Yankees baseball. Like John Carlos Stanton, he played in the outfield. And he played well, and he was. Everybody's like, "Oh, he looked good, and he was he was okay at the plate." And he he wanted to be out there, and he looks great. That's why we're excited about this year. We we're still not sure about his new fitness regimen, but he 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 wanted to be out there. John Colostin has always wanted to play the outfield. He's always wanted to play the outfield, and the fact that like we continue as a society of doughy to fat to morbidly obese humans, like, well, he's in the wrong kind of great shape. No, he's, no, he's not. He's gotten hurt. He's in great shape, period. That's it. Like, it's just we we continue to overanalyze the the physical well-being of Giancarlo Stanton. Like, he is chiseled out of granite. It is not him. He, he Everybody gets hurt. Everybody does it. If he doesn't play the outfield, he'll get hurt less probably. If he does play the outfield, he'll probably hit better because he likes to play. He likes. He's a baseball player, 34 years old, probably – one percent body fat, dude's a bad, bad man. But again, every time he gets, well, that's why I'm a little fat. 
I like to not miss days of work like that guy over there with 4% body fat who's doing great things physically. He's got to He's really got to decide if he's dedicated enough to baseball to eat 50 wings in one sitting. Think about it like this, huh? Say I don't go to the gym, and he does. Who's more likely to get injured at the gym? That's just science. It would be, be him. But Well, it is him, huh? I'm yeah. taking care of myself. I'm not putting myself in danger's way. Should I send out the picture of you falling off the rowing machine now at the gym? I haven't gone back since, and is I that, haven't suffered I, injury I since. With it. I, dude, come on. You... I'm like the Drewski meme right now, just shrugging my shoulders. You've been no, you've been one time since because we worked out. Um, we worked out events one because that's when you insulted me and called me country strong. I haven't gone back since they stopped paying me. Yeah, but that was like, they called me. You called me country strong because I was stronger than you on the bench press, and it was like you couldn't accept the fact that I was. I was just, I'm just a beast. So you had to call me country strong, which is like code for hey, not bad for a fat guy. So what's the problem with Stan? He's getting hurt again? No, nothing. It's just the fact that he went and played, like, he's played one regular, like, I'm sorry, preseason spring training game, and everybody's like, oh, he looks great, and he wants to be out there. This is what we need to see from him. I hope that he's figured out the right perfect physique. Because, again, the perfect physique is what has held him back in the past. He gets hurt because he's too skinny, or he's too this, or he's too that. Now it's, well, it looks like he's got the perfect physique now, and he's going to, He's going to contribute all season long. Betty doesn't. Betty doesn't. Betty gets hurt. You know my take on spring training baseball, but for those who have never heard it before, I truly believe this. And I, you I love it. It's your I, favorite thing. I believe it more now than ever before. If I had to choose how many spring training games John Carlos Stanton played in, one. One of the 35 that I think are played, 40 that are one. If I got to pick how many Aaron Judge played in, one. <laughs> And the only one I'd play is, like, you get the top-tier opponent maybe at the end of spring training when you've already figured out the roster. Okay. Oh, this frees up time for them to be part of the Arizona Fall League then. No. 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 They're good. Like, I, I can't do this with baseball where in the summer, if it's, if this was August, okay, and this was the preseason in football, and God forbid uh, Josh Allen got hurt for the Bills in a preseason no! game. Oh, my God. What an idiot. McDermott. Why is he playing? Ah! Okay. So people would freak it's not, out. Not true. But but people would freak out if Josh Allen were to even step foot on a field in a preseason game that he doesn't need to play. But now people are questioning why Stanton isn't played more. Like this no, is amazing it's, it's, to me. I think it's one of those things. So with Stanton, it's always about. And remember, baseball is a non-contact sport. It's got it, it's got some contact. Where football is a whole other animal. Like you can get your clock cleaned any any time you're on the field. But with John Carlos Stanton, the knock has been. Because you can't make sense of the fact. This guy, like, he looks like a Greek god. He is he has got this amazing build. He's this huge dude. And he's always hurt. And it doesn't make sense. If you're in that kind of great shape, you shouldn't get hurt all the time. It just doesn't doesn't compute. So somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was his people, I don't know if it was PR people for the Yankees or the or the New York Post or whatever, decided that Giancarlo Stanton. Sure, you're in great shape, but you're too muscular. Because bear with us here. Um, if you weren't so muscular, you'd be more flexible. If you're more flexible, you wouldn't get hurt nearly as much playing baseball. You should be more flexible. So then John Carlson goes away with an injury or whatever. It's the end of the regular season. He changes his entire regimen, what he eats, how he works out, when he works out, everything. 
comes back, looks phenomenal. Slightly higher uh, body fat. Instead of instead of two percent, it's three now. And everybody goes, all right, let's see if this new physique works for him. And then again, as as, as all aging superstars do, which he's only thirty four, but in baseball years, he might as well be you know pulling up to Trejan House Nursing Home over there on Washington Ave Extension, looking for a place to stay. Like, oh, he's hurt. Oh, no. See, he didn't figure it out yet. So now here we are where we've literally like even he's out there going, listen, I got this new workout. My physique is different. I want to be in the field. I want to do all these things. People are like, wow, he looks really fired up and he looks like he's got the right physique now. (sighs) Stop it. He's going to get hurt if he's going to get hurt. It sucks, but it is what it is. He's 34 right now. If he's if he's an everyday outfielder, even if they move around, he gonna get hurt early. You know, you and I, whether it's because of the afternoon salt beverages or sweating and working out, we did have a nuanced conversation here about staying because this goes to a lot of people in sports. I'm not trying to do another cross-board comparison here, but it is something that does really frustrate me about how we view an athlete in the offseason. So I know you see this all the time now on TikTok. TikTok's most viral videos they get besides weird dances are people filming other people at the gym and they're like, what is this drill? What what arm is this working on? So there are some people who do some wacky things at the gym when they work out. But what I've learned over the last 20 years of learning about the human body and whether or not to do this drill or do that drill is what you're talking about. There was a time in baseball history where the most jacked muscular dudes were hitting 60 home runs. No one had a complaint when McGuire's bicep couldn't fit in his jersey. There was very watery builds. There was talks that pitchers should never lift weights. We want to go further back. When I was a freshman in college, my trainer told me, again, this is a Division three football player. They used to come in the locker room and tell us, hey, make sure you drink a lot of chocolate milk before practice. <laughs> wow. Now, LeVac is laughing, and someone's like, no way, that's serious. I swear to God, that's serious. Like, in the year 2008, the huge thing <clears throat> I'm was- I'm sorry, hold on. In the year 2008. The big thing was chocolate milk. And why? Was because one of the great athletes in the history of the world- Michael Phelps had just won eight gold medals, and they tried to figure out what does Michael Phelps do? And it was chocolate milk. So they're like, hey, this guy burns a ton of calories. He's a world-class athlete. One of the, oh, it's chocolate milk. We got to do that. There's a time, Levac, in sports history where if you had a practice in 95-degree weather, coaches wouldn't give you water. They'd be like, yeah. no, 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 get yeah. some cramps, can't drink water. So, like, this is what frustrates me about sports, and maybe this is a bigger conversation about science and anything else, like, this stuff changes. I feel like it shouldn't. You know what would be great for this conversation? Former Albany Empire player Colin Taylor. Like, he studies this stuff. Uh, there's other trainers out there who study the body and everything else, but it does frustrate me that people are criticizing the way Stanton works out when they might not have a better alternative. Where he can give me, I guarantee you Stanton can give me 10 reasons why the way he works out. I guarantee you uh, drone boy Trevor Bauer can give me 10 reasons why. There's a bunch of athletes who do things differently. What I've decided to sit on is if it works for you, great. If you're in shape and you feel healthy and you get the job done, I don't care if you're doing sit-ups as Coach Terry Muffley used to call them Polish push-ups. You lay on your back and you start just going like this up in the air. If you feel like you're getting a good burn doing that, God bless you. You raise your hands in the air like you just don't care. You feel like it's working you should leave them for there. you. Uh, no, I, I guess my thing is, though, like we – Maybe it's even more annoying to me because every year now, last three to five years, it's look how different Giancarlo Stan looks. No, he still he looks perfect. Okay, he looks perfect. That's what he looks like. 
He looks he looks like Aaron Judge in better shape. Like that's what he looks like, okay? But every year, oh, this is the year. Look at look how different he looks. What? His biceps are slightly smaller. His his calf is slightly bigger. Like what I don't what am I seeing? I just hope he's healthy. I wish I want I wish for him. I think John Carlos did one just MVP caliber season, even if he doesn't win it in pinstripes would be amazing for that guy. I think he deserves it with all the caca he's been through over the course of his Yankee career. Um, you want to talk about like MVP championship careers. You're talking about USX Pest Control. Yeah. That's right. Uh, USX Pest Control is amazing. Uh, you might know them. Like some of the things they do may sound familiar to you. The non-chemical exclusion package where they go around your house and they'll shut down all the little cracks, crevices, they, it's like having a construction crew come. They're pouring concrete around the base of your house. They're 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 sealing up in between where the siding meets each other. All that stuff, and it's awesome. And you, you're like, wait a minute, that sounds like cat guarding, which it was because USX Pest Control, Cat's Eye Pest Control, both part of the Gagne family of brands. So I did non-chemical exclusion, and then we both did platinum package. Yes, they were over at my home yesterday. I have not looked at the report yet, but Tim, Frank, Victor, everybody. Making sure things are looking good with the weather continuing to change in the capital region. Make it a part of your plans for this spring. All right. Maybe you want to have a big party. Maybe you want to have a March Madness party. Maybe, maybe you just want to have your backyard available without without ticks and mosquitoes. How bad would it be if you had the Easter egg hunt and all of a sudden the tick pops up? Ah! USX Pest Control. Make sure your home is safe and get yourself as part of that platinum package going forward like LeVac and I have done. Absolutely. Started today. USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection. Hey, you got to have a plan. You know, guys, you you love this, that I was the first one to ever say, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. No. I love to remind people. I love that you do that. You let everybody know, like, hey, a lot of people have tried to say great things like that, but it's LeVac. John Wooden said that. Drew Prescott is the John Wooden of this show. I'll say that. The, the quote should go to Coach Prescott. I bet Drew Prescott could coach hold on, him hold up on a little bit. Let me, let me, let me, before we talk about my good friend and your good friend, Drew Prescott, PrescottPW.com, um, why do you believe everything you hear about this, um, Jonathan Woodhead, whatever his name is, allegedly, but nothing about Wilt Chamberlain? I don't understand why. Is it because he's white? Huh? Is it? I'll do it. I'll throw it out there. Is, is, is this the, is this the anti-woke guys I'm talking to now? Huh? I'm so startled. I did not think that's what was going to happen here. That's Thanks right. to Drew Prescott. Drew's go got ahead. some questions, go ahead. too. Me, go, go ahead. Take credit for my my awesome thoughts hey, again. Theory? Yeah. Failing to plan is planning to fail. That's why I talk to Drew Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Back in your corner, woke boy. <laughs> hey, take that, Walt. I got to tell you, you liberals, you're onto something. You prep around a little uh, little accusations, <laughs> accusations of, of racism, and people walk right away. Um <laughs> I'm joking. Obviously, Gaz is far from Gaz. The only thing Gaz hates is is bedtime and vegetables. Um, <laughs> he's like a three year old. But seriously, Drew Prescott's a heck of a guy. Like all, all kidding aside, all joking aside, all nonsense put over on the other burner. You need to have somebody that you want to talk to about your finances because let's be perfectly honest, it's freaking boring. Okay, like. Like when you start talking mutual fund, IRA, Roth IRA, how much you can put in each one per year before it's a tax break or it's not a tax break, all these things, I'm just like, I'm just like, dear God, what? How much do? How much do I have to pay you to stop talking about it right now? 
Like, you need to have somebody who speaks your language. Drew Prescott's a sports fan. A terrible one. Loves Boston. But, like, a good dude who's going to sit down with you and go, okay, here's what I came up with for you. Here's why life insurance may not be the best for you. Or here's why it is a good idea for you. Here's, here's why this is a good idea. This is a good idea. And then you have a plan. And it gives you a chance to be successful moving forward. PrescottPW.com. Drew Prescott, heck of a guy who just happens to have a plan for your financial well-being. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. That is fun, man. I want to do that from now on. What? Just like, what? Like, I've done, I do it to other people. I don't ever do it to you. We talked about the licorice thing the other day. Did we? Or no? no we we on, didn't do that in the air? air no. Uh, we do. We got the play of the day coming up, but. We were in a, we were in a meeting. I thought we did talk about it. I thought we 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 didn't reference the licorice joke. We just referenced that we were giving Cantera a hard time. Oh. You were giving it a hard time. <laughs> well, we're in this meeting, and and it's it's going well because you got a lot of. The problem is that when you have a lot of creative people in a meeting, when you have a lot of like, talk shows and everything like that, it it's always like one one liner away from breaking down to I could say something funnier, and like. The truth is, no one's funnier than than Gaz and I in this building. We're just better than everyone else, and we, you know, we hate to prove it all the time, but we do. Um, but in this meeting, it was something like there was some story out there that I guess I guess some guy ate so much black licorice that he died. Like it 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 messed with his heart, and you never know who it's going to work on and who it's not going to work on. But I just happened to look over at Cantera and go, "Why well, got to be black licorice?" And it it hit him like a trank dart. Like it hit him. Like he literally was like, "Oh, I, 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 I don't see color when I look at licorice. I don't, I, I don't even like it." He's such a nice guy in real life that that hit him. It caught him, and it, it put him, it put him on his heels for the rest of the meeting. It did catch him, but in similar fashion to when we were just talking about Drew Prescott. Make sure again to support him, especially this spring if you're going through some financial things and you need some advice. Here's well, the guy. Honestly, get your tax return back. Nice time to throw a little chunk down somewhere. What happens, and I think Levac has perfected this, is I knew I only had about five seconds to maybe argue my case for why John Wooden's a real person and Will Chamberlain's stats are fake. But now wasn't the time. Cantero probably had that I moment. Of, a nuke. Right. You can't get out. I'm, I'm boxed in. He won. It's like the old game. What's it's uh, chess, I guess, right? I'm not a big chess player. We do a certain move in chess. You can't move any pieces. You just got to go and be like, I lost. You mean okay. checkmate? Yeah, checkmate. Is that what or you something. mean? Yeah, checkmate. That there's no one. Knights yeah. involved and a queen or something. No, well, that's the queen's gambit. Usually, no, the queen's gambit is the queen and the uh, the rook, I believe. That's right. But no, the checkmate can be anyone. It can be any. If the, once you can't avoid that, your king being taken out by the other team, you're in checkmate. All right. There's your chess breakdown here. Thanks to Levac and Goss. Uh, more me. Now, uh, <laughs> although you've been causing chaos in people's lives. It's just fun. It's so much fun. You've, like, d- you've done it to me moments ago. Maybe Drew Prescott. <laughs> maybe Cantera. Wait, I, I, I want to remind everybody, Uh-oh. too. Um, I had no one who should be offended by sneakers was offended by sneakers yesterday. Right. Just so you know, the entire Firebirds team who was in town was like, dude, that was hysterical. Way to go. You have, speaking of the Firebirds, kind of yeah. leads me to this uh, double segue here. We have not touched on a certain somebody you used to work with, and we, we swore it off. We said we were done. We weren't going to do it. We weren't going to talk about it. But the numbers this is doing, this is the most talked about social media sports post the last 48 hours. And here we are on a Friday afternoon. Can we discuss the new battle between Barstool Sports 
<laughs> and Antonio Brown. I don't want to. We can, you well, can you're say giving pass. him what he wants. I no, guess I, so. I, I'm fine with it because he actually came up in another conversation that I had today um, that I was going to share with you at some point. I didn't know if I was going to do it on air or off air, but what the hell? We, we talk about everything here. Um, yeah, I didn't get it at first because I didn't know that because uh, he accuses them of having a room full of crackers writing to protect Tom Brady. I didn't know who T TB was. I can't believe he's really at war with Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady did everything he could to help you out. And if you believe rumors, you paid him back for that by hooking up with his wife. So like you're kind of, and not kind of, you're completely and utterly a scumbag. You should leave Brady alone. Except for the fact that that's when people pay attention to you. If he goes to the war with Barstool, he's going to get what he wants. He's going to get attention. But what he's not going to like is that they are all smarter than he is. Maybe, maybe not Frank the Tank. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he has a great memory, though. But, like, they're all smarter than he is. And they all know social media better than he does. If they come for him, they, they it, it won't be pretty. But I think what they'll ultimately end up doing is probably ignoring him. Because the best way to get a baby to stop crying is to ignore them. Is that... The method of how they go to sleep better? Just let them stay in the room, huh? It's, well, you got to make sure. Try it out method? All right. You got to make sure everything's healthy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, everything's good. There's no there's no doo-doo in the diapy. There's no pee-pee in the diapy. There's no, you know, sheets. Everything's good. Everything's clean. Everything's okay. And then just let it go. I've said for a while Antonio Brown reminds me of Kanye West. Where, like, if you stop <laughs> giving him attention, we won't have to hear about it. But he had such a following Kanye and Antonio Brown in the same way that even if, like, 20% of the people who were originally giving him content and attention still go back. It's still a massive number. But that post in the wanted war with Barstool, as you said there, like social media savvy people, people who build their content on digital and not conventional media, I don't know if they want it or not. Like Maybe they're like, you know what? It's late February, early March. Sure. We'll yeah. engage with this. Yep. We'll see where this thing's going. This will get us into the tournament. And Antonio Brown <laughs> probably wants it too. Hey, it's kind yeah. of slow for me right now. I don't have much going on. Sure. This no, will, he's just slow. This will, this will help me along. I, 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 I swore off that we were going to talk about it. What is the other one <laughs> so, that happened today? Uh oh. So I will um we're in the we're in the final stretch of um of about we're we'll be able to meet our mascot before the for, before the home opener. All right. Cool. So the the people who are making the Firebirds mascot are the same people who made Mac and Jack for the Empire. So I talked to, to Chad today, and Chad's like a proud papa. He's an artist, sales type guy. You know, he's like, here's the next step. This is what we do next. This is what, you know, what you can expect. They sent me like all this different stuff to make sure that I was happy with where we were headed. And um, and then Mac and Jack came up, and he goes, "You do you, you know where they are?" And I went, "I, uh, uh, Chad, I I gotta be honest with you. I want to do Expendables five. And I wanted to be where we go to rescue Mac and Jack from whatever depravity is happening to them in Antonio Brown's possession. Because <laughs> there's no way in my mind that Mac and Jack are just sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Like, like the fact that we haven't seen Mac nor Jack in his hot tub yet is, I don't understand. Like, I think we need, once we have our mascot, we got to go wheels up. We got to hop on a plane. Maybe, maybe we get uh, Southpaw. We get uh, Alfie. A couple other mascots from the area. And we go rescue Mac and Jack. And on the way back, we get them, you know, like Winter Soldier from Marvel. We get, you know, get them the training to get them out of whatever's been done to them. Because they've seen things by now, man. They've seen things. Nobody, including Mac or Jack, should go through the horrors that they've been put through over the last few months. 
Now, with that being Horrors? said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. 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 The Expedos idea is great, but I think I need to put this out there, and you know this. I need to be truthful. Not a big fan of Mac or Jack. We had a rivalry with those two, it's, but it's different. It's, I'm with things you. Things have changed. Well, it's like listen, like, um, who's I'm trying to think who we've had a, a public rivalry with that we can that we can talk about now? Mac and Jack. Okay, well, Mac and Jack, but like you, like you, we wanted we wanted to beat them, and we did. But then, like, I didn't want them to get, you know, abducted and taken to Florida and become part of the Antonio Brown clan. Like, I didn't want that. Hey, yo, let, let's clarify something. Someone's probably wondering, wait, wait, wait. and Gas had a rivalry with two mascots? What happened yeah. there? We were doing events with Mac and Jack, and the running gag was that here's the best duo in all Albany sports. Yeah. Mac and Jack! Da, 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 da. Hey! Hey! So, like, the first time I even told Levesque, I leaned in and said, hey, they're going to say Mac and Jack. And the first time it was funny. But then people kept going back to the same joke. Oh, you think it's funny, huh, Mac? Huh? Huh? So then, then I had to take care of them one day. With that, now they're lost. So, yes, I think we should, for the sake of the yeah, capital I mean, like, sports fans, find the mascots. We wanted them to admit we were better than them. We didn't have fans in our heads, though, which was a whole different thing. But, like, this is too far. This yeah. isn't punishment I would wish on anyone. So I would like to go rescue them. And that, that was part of the conversation we had. And this, this poor guy, Chad, at first he was like, you really think they're just? You think he's doing? The, I'm like, I don't. That, that we don't. First rule, first first rule of uh, a Fight Club. We don't talk about it, okay? And he goes, Oh my god! And I, he goes, But the idea of of this individual who we're preparing for you being the leader of a team that goes to get them, he goes, Maybe the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so, and I think he could do it. I think he could. I think he's the man for the job. Or or. Individual for the job, I should say. Good. One more reminder: single game tickets are now on sale. Yeah, there was. Firebirds. I guess there were some. Um, I guess there were some issues with Ticketmaster, but that seems to be like the mantra. But it should be all good for now. So, but if you call the office, um, our guys will always get you a better price than anywhere else. So, uh, so if you want to, uh, if you want to get your single game tickets for the upcoming home opener and the regular season games for the Albany Firebirds, give them a call 518-557-8799, 518-557-8799. 8799 is the number, and uh, we'll get you those tickets. We'll get you into the games. It's going to be a lot lot of fun. And uh, things are starting to slowly come together, knock on wood. You know, it's like one of those deals. Uh, what do you got for play of the day? Thanks to our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Because of the timing of this segment on a Friday and it being the first of the month, we're hoping by Monday, that would be the fourth, our guy, the Cardinal, Ryan McCarthy, can we get another monthly roundup from you? Because that was awesome last time he did that. That was really cool. You're asking to... a lot. He put a lot of work into that. Okay. We'll do it again, please. <laughs> and then I'll mention you on that. And I don't think I did as well this time, so I don't care if he does it or not. I'm between two teams this week. I think I'm going to roll with both, though. Uh, Washington State, if you go through their record of how bad they actually are this season, they're 22-7. and seven. They beat nobody. They got beat recently. That was a cash run I wagered against them. They're a top-20 team in the country. Curious to see what that line ends up being against UCLA, who's a 500 team. So I on UCLA-Washington State. And the other game I really like is South Carolina, Florida. Florida is away from, I call it the indoor swamp. I know that's not what it's called, but they're also a top 25 team in the country. Every single time South Carolina takes the court, they're like, are they good? Wait, they're still winning. They're still 23 and five in similar fashion to other teams who have gone deep in the tournament. They can just flat out score. So if I get like a South Carolina, like nine and a half at home in Columbia and UCLA, like five and a half on the road against Washington State, those are the two games that are jumping out to me right now as we prep 
for the first weekend of March college basketball? Who, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of want to do what I've been doing and just kind of, you know, not pick because I just feel like I need a reboot. I'm glad I didn't do anything with the, with the Knicks uh, yesterday because I, I had a feeling they were going to get slapped around, and, and they did. I think you have to pick a game today. You think I have to? Because you passed on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you did a future wager. Um, well, yeah, but I don't I mean, you pass like, the whole week. If you, I think if you pass today, you pass almost every day. I mean, you, you say it like it's a terrible thing. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Because you said I have to pick a game, I'm not going to pick a game. Any game, Friday, not, Saturday, not or gonna Sunday. Hockey, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Nope. I'm going to pick... Umar Nurmagomedov, 445 Saturday, to win by submission, plus 145. He's 16-0 in the UFC. He's part of UFC Fight Night. He's the second uh, main card fight. Umar Nurmagomedov, is, uh, he's, he's minus 1,300 to win, but he is plus 145 to win by submission. You know what? I want to steal a bet like that because <laughs> oh no 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 no, no, no. you already had your two bets. Wait, I want Kyle Bush in the Pennzoil 400 this Sunday <laughs> because I'm in a fantasy baseball league from back home, and that's how they're determining the draft order this weekend. Okay, is how race racers the cars finish in the uh, 400 this weekend. I have Kyle Bush. I requested to have Mark Martin driving the Viagra car. They said that's not a thing anymore. So yeah. <laughs> all right, so there's your bets, Kyle Bush. UCLA, South Carolina, if I don't like the Lions, and you are taking Nurmagomedov. Umar Nurmagomedov. That's right. Not the one who used to wrestle bears, although he may have as well. He probably did. They were smaller bears. He's a smaller guy. He's little, little, little cubs. He'd slap him around a little bit, you know. But, but yeah, sixteen and zero in the uh, in the UFC. So let's 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 go get yourself some. That is uh, that's the play of the day. Thanks to Mark Chevrolet, Mark Chevy. Together, let's drive. Uh, where they always go the way to please you guys. Tell me about Lillian Davis. Yes. One week from today is the annual wedding band event, March 8th and March 9th. Today at 6 p.m. on the 8th, 10 o'clock to 5 p.m. on the 9th. Guys, put in a calendar, calendar reminder. Tell your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend, wedding band event going on. It's either buy one, get one. That's right. You buy the wedding band, the other one's for free, or 40% off, whatever works better for you. How does that come together? Why is that pricing like that? They will explain that to you at the annual wedding band event next weekend. Next Friday and Saturday at the shops of Wilton, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Guys, this is one of the things that if you've recently gotten engaged and you want to show like, hey, I'm going to help with the wedding preparation. I'm going to help you over the next few months. The easy one out of the gates is to get the wedding band and to tell her you're saving money as you prep for the wedding. I know from experience, I stopped it. I got engaged in July. I did the wedding band sale. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh now I'm just doing the math in my head. I'm like, man, how quick did all these things happen as they took advantage of that at Lily and David Fine Jewelers because that's what they offer for you. They want to work with you. Shout out to Alyssa and David and Tammy and G. The family owns and operated business. They're doing great things in Wilton, New York, and want to continue to have these great stories to share as you move further along in the relationship to get married, to have kids and more, build that family. Shout out to Alyssa and everyone over there. Again, it's the annual wedding band event at Lily and David Fine Jewelers next weekend, the 8th and the 9th. Stop in for more information. Check out their Facebook page where you can check out the selection that she's going to love. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, we stop in. Tell me you heard about it from right here on LeVac and Gaz. That's very nice of you. Um, everybody have a have a fantastic weekend. We'd uh, there's a lot going on in the cap region. Patroons tip off. Uh, Firewolves are playing. Um, I know that the Firebirds are going to be all over the area. Well, saying hi, I won't. I'm, I got a lot of work to do. I'm staying home. 
Um, and uh, Gaz, Gaz will be it's, if Gaz sees his shadow this weekend. Uh, nuclear winter actually kicks in. Trying to just get my voice back. That that's yeah. the goal of the weekend. I made it through the show. I'm happy. I didn't complain that often. Let's get the voice back for Monday. Can we shoot Sasquatch videos with you before your hair grows back all the way? People are complimenting my hair. It's not bad. They just don't know that you are that that that's the level of hair you are, like head to toe, like all the way. <laughs> you look like you're wearing a really creepy onesie. Uh, all right, everybody, have a great weekend. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It is Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Guys, hit that button.